Our scripture lesson today comes from the words of the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah spoke to people at a time when they were far from home. They are displaced people because of war, and there are wonderful words that the prophet speaks to them. Let us hear these words and try to imagine how they may speak to us. Strengthen the weak hands and support the unsteady knees. Say to those who are panicking, be strong, don't fear. Here's your God coming with vengeance and with divine retribution. God will come to save you. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened and the ears of the deaf will be cleaned. Then the lame will leap like the deer and the tongue of the speechless will sing. Waters will spring up in the desert and streams in the wilderness. The burning sand will become a pool and the thirsty ground fountains of water. The jackal's habitat, a pasture. Grass will become reeds and rushes. A highway will be there. It will be called the holy way. The unclean won't travel it but it will be for those walking on that way. Even fools will get lost on it. No lion will be there. No predator will go up on it. None of these will be there. Only the redeemed will walk on it. The Lord's ransomed ones will return and enter Zion with singing, with everlasting joy upon their heads. Happiness and joy will overwhelm them. Grief and groaning will flee away. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Loving and gracious God, we thank you for this word of hope, this word of encouragement, that you are coming, that you are here, that you are making a highway to bring us home. in all of the places in our lives where we are far from home. Speak to us and bring us back. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. For the children who are worshiping with us this morning, there are coloring sheets in the back that are welcome signs. If you've not gotten a coloring sheet in crayons, please feel free to go to the narthex and get with an usher and find one of those. We'd love to see your welcome signs when we're done with the worship service. And sometimes I ask questions in church, and sometimes our adults are the most eager to answer. But today, I'm going to begin with a question, and uh, for those who haven't gone back to get a coloring page, <laughs> um, I'd just like, maybe, or maybe it'd be okay for adults to answer this one, but children, who here has ever taken a road trip? Ever? Packed up the car, hit the road. How many of you took a road trip this summer? Where did you go? 
Say it out. North Carolina. Where else did people go? Vermont, I hear. Where else? Wyoming. Wyoming. That's a good one. Where else? Canada? Cape May. Yes, Peter. Toronto. We've got international road trips. Yes. Myrtle Beach. Deep Creek. I know some of you took road trips that were plane trips. Where else did we go? Glacier National Park. Awesome. Iceland. Alaska. Jordan and Lebanon. Oh my goodness, this is wonderful. Well, guess where I took a road trip? You all know. <laughs> and when, when we're on a road trip, and it gets to be about eight or nine hours into it, we no longer sort of say, what time are we going to be there? But it's, it's become, what state are we in? What state? Are we close? Are we close to Ohio? Have we left Pennsylvania? And we, and we start to look for something when we're getting close. Can you think of what we start to look for? <laughs> we do all of that, but when we're getting close to the state line, we look for welcome signs. Ohio welcomes you, governor and population. Pennsylvania welcomes you. And we're so excited when we finally see Minnesota welcomes you. And on the way home, we wait and we watch and we watch and we watch and say, what state are we in? Are we still in Pennsylvania? And we look for Maryland welcomes you. And it's so wonderful. Today, each and every one of us has made a road trip. We have made a road trip to God's house, to God's reign, to God's kingdom. And God says to each and every one of you, welcome. God welcomes you. God welcomes us all. God welcomes us home. The prophet Isaiah sang this beautiful song that we heard, and it is about coming home. But first, before people could come home, God had to go out and find people. And as I read this part of this scripture, I couldn't help but think about the people who are being rescued from Hurricane Florence. The Twitter message that went out, be strong, hang in there. We are coming to get you. We are coming to get you. And so in duck boats and on motor boats and on the Cajun Navy and air mattresses, people have gone out and saved people. And that is what God is doing for us. Hear how Isaiah says, strengthen weak knees. Hang in there. Do not panic. Your God is coming with terrible strength against the storms. God is coming 
to get you. God has come to find each of us. From whatever storm we are in, the back-to-school storm, the illness storm, the trouble, the grief, the this-is-life storm, God comes and gets us and brings us here. Now, for Isaiah, God was bringing people home. For the people from Hurricane Florence, home will mean something different for a while. Home will be where it's safe and dry, and there's food and water and people to care. And that is something of what home means for all of us, where it's safe and dry, and there's food and people who love us. Home for the people of Isaiah meant coming back to Jerusalem and to the temple. That place, the God place, where they experienced God in worshiping and prayer and making offerings. They would stand out in the porticos of the temple and argue about their faith. How wonderful is that, to argue about faith? Do we not love that? Amen? Amen. Amen. They knew forgiveness. They knew a spiritual home. So God brings us home today. God brings us here where we experience God most powerfully. This is our God place, our place of safety, where people love us, where we have food, where we experience God's forgiveness, where we argue about what we believe in compassion. This is our spiritual home. But God did not just go out and seek and rescue. God went out and God rescues for a reason, and that reason is transformation. God welcomes us with the transformative power of love. People here at church give you a ride. They will come and see you when you are sick. They will pray for you, they will send you a card, and they will bring you flowers, even if they do not know who you are. Jesus welcomes us here. Jesus welcomes us to join hands with him, to walk with us through our storms, to walk with others who are in need of help, to help people who are restarting their lives, coming out of prison, to help make a sandwich. Jesus says, take my hand. Let's go read a Bible story together. Jesus here says, come with me while we march. And Jesus welcomes us to pray with him. And Jesus welcomes us to hold hands with him as he leads us out here when we leave. 
The Holy Spirit welcomes us to an awareness of God's presence in our lives. The Holy Spirit speaks those words that encourage us. The Holy Spirit makes our hearts soar when we hear the choir sing and the organ play. The Holy Spirit hands us a book that opens blind eyes, that opens ears that have been plugged up, that gives us a new way of seeing a situation in our lives, our marriages, our illnesses, our teenagers. There are awakenings, and that, my friends, is the Holy Spirit welcoming us to new understandings, to transformation. The Holy Spirit says, here I am, notice me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sound like one of those commercials that says, but wait, there's more. And there is. Because not only does God search us out, and not only does God rescue us, and not only does God bring us home for transformation, God builds the highway where no one can get lost. There are no detours. GPSs always work. No one ever runs out of gas. There are plenty of rest areas, and not just the ones that have only vending machines. You know what I mean. There's good food to eat along the way. Now, of course, this highway is a metaphor because it is the way we live. We are people of the way. So God has been working on our highway in our lives to give us a way to live in Jesus Christ. But God has also been working on the highway, our way of living in our house of God. We're doing a little bit of rebuilding. We're doing some construction on our way. We're living into what it means to be a church with two pastors instead of three. We have had to rethink, but know this. We have done our highway planning. We have put the roads in place. If you will open up your bulletins to the very center, there is a road map an organizational chart to the very center, an organizational chart of who's doing what, of how to get to the ministry in which you would like to be involved. We have made our plan. God has helped us to build the road. There is food along the way. I want to tell you about some of the welcome signs. We are welcoming each other in new ways. First Sunday will be Acts Sunday, like the book of Acts, but also like all church together Sunday. Everybody comes to one coffee hour in between the services. No other programming. We sit at the same table and we get to know each other. Is it possible that we will get lost on our new road? Yes, absolutely. We're still working on getting to God's highway. 
Will we have to take detours? Of course. And when that happens, what will God do? Come and find us, rescue us, bring us back for transformation, and repave the highway. My friends, the maker of the universe calls to us and embraces us with divine love. God says to every one of us, this is a safe place. Come and rest from the storms. Be transformed. Let your despair become hope. Expect fear to become courage. Welcome to the holy way, the sacred path of faith, worship, prayer, generosity, community. God welcomes you home. Thanks be to God. Amen. <laughs>